Hey listeners, welcome to the Intelligent Conversations, where we believe that everyone has a form of intelligence that resides within them. We invite guests from various backgrounds to share with you what makes them unique. Our hope is that you and I can learn and grow together. Without further ado, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Intelligent Conversations podcast. Today I have the honor to speak with Michael Magrush. Michael is a creative artist and is an art researcher. He believes art is a critical part to reveal who you are and find yourself as a person. So, Michael, thank you for coming on today. I really look forward to learning more about you, and I think the audience does as well. But I like to kind of start with this question, kind of get you a chance to introduce yourself. And that is, so you've done things like produce fashion shows, you've created music, screenwriting, directing... You've been in that creative space, so I kind of want to know, what kind of got you down that path, that creative journey? What was the start? The, the start was, so I, I'm, I'm born in Vienna, in Austria, and I was born as a sick child, and I was, you know, sick till I was, you know, till I was 25 or something, but uh, when I went into school at seven, so they helped me back for a year. I got the seven, second slap in my face that I couldn't understand so that I found that I was dyslexic. And actually I found recently, like two years ago, that I'm also dysgraphic, meaning uh, when I write some, down something, uh, I cannot decipher what I wrote or cannot find the context of that if it's like, if I look at it in an hour, you know? So I, I'm lost mm-hmm. on that. and. So I would speak of the class. I never had uh, any problems with humans, but with systems I had uh, because I, I wasn't adapt for the systems because I, I needed more time to understand and all this stuff. And uh, one of one of my so basically I'm totally self taught because I just couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't fit fit in. And what I realized when I was thirty that I um, I always had an art job from a disc, uh, disc jockey to a fashion show producer to advertising to uh, video uh, to whatever. I, I was always a, an artist and creative. And I think then I reflected on that and I thought that I realized that, that it saved my life because I felt normal in the art community. And actually what I promote more than the art project is the art creating. The art mm. creating made me feel that I'm okay. So it started with mixtapes, you know, uh, uh, that I sold out of my trunk. And I had basically my taste for art. Other people liked it and, 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 and reflected to me. Not what I, you know, how good I was in school or anything, but nobody cares about that anyway, you know? So Exactly. So that that's, I found, oh, art is... is is really a superpower that creating art, especially, you know, uh, and, uh, I'm focusing on that. And my last book that I wrote the smart of art was about that superpower, about separating the product of art, which is the art product, the, whatever comes out, the music, the poem, mm-hmm. the, the painting and the, the, the creation. And I realized that we observe art as a society from the product, nobody gives anything about creating the art or like you creating the bot. I mean, basically 
the society expects you making a podcast, yeah, and be perfect, right? Mm -hmm. But you you discover yourself when you when you create something, and that's really the human value, you know. It's it's so much more than going to school and 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 try to re regurgitate something that was pre-approved before and is already a copy of something. You creating something fresh, even if it podcast is not a fresh thing, but you creating your slant, and in that slant of creating, you learn about yourself. You get wisdom, experiential wisdom, and I think we totally over overlook that. Totally, I I agree. I think especially a lot of people, right? They're so obsessed with what you said, the product, right? Yeah. What you get, and I'm like, as human beings, what we are naturally drawn to do is to create, exactly. right? Whether it's we're creating families, whether we're creating businesses, whether we're creating art, whatever it is we're creating, we're create. We that's something that just drives us. We love to create things, and I kind of want to ask this: Why do you think the focus is so much on the product instead of like the creating? Because it goes by financial principles. I can tell you right away: it's 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 you create something, and what people feel uh, is that. They feel that power of creation uh, because, you know, when you started the podcast, you had no idea. You said, OK, go this, this exactly. way, this way. And then you changed it and you learned more about it. And, and basically, your podcast is the product of your conversation with your imagination, with your non-physical. And I think people resonate with that. When you be an artist, you constantly do that. And... Um, what happened is that that the, the clearer you are in that communication of the inspiration to you, the clearer it, that message will be conveyed in your product, your podcast or whatever. And then people resonate to you unconsciously, but they resonate to you and, and, and say, oh, my God, he's a great musician or whatever, or a great podcast or mm -hmm. whatever. And it just it just I want to I want to give you a real good uh, you know, inside of that, it, it's just basically a people, you know, a bicycle, just a regular bicycle. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you're looking at the market and say, okay, there's blue and red bicycles. Now I make an orange bicycle or a green bicycle. Okay, that's different. But still, mm -hmm. it's a bicycle. With art, there is no, there's the freshness of art is because art for art's sake, you're just creating. You don't know what comes in, you know, a poem, a word, and you get from that. And you look at this and say, oh, my God. And the freshness that people find in that uh, is what resonates with them. Because we really don't want to see copies of what we we are very short. You know, mm -hmm. uh, when you can figure out everything from just looking at it, it's boring. That needs to be discovered. It's like a story that you have heard a hundred times. But this is what makes money. So the successful stories in systems are what people are in your minds. You know what 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 people people relate to. I think that you hit it right on the mark. I think you uh, a lot of people right there, especially since I'm in business, right? Like I I like again that's kind of my passion. I like to create businesses. Yeah. And uh, the one thing they tell you though too is to optimize, right? Like oh, if it's working, right? You're making money. You're getting customers. Yeah. All those things. You keep going down that path because it's working mm -hmm. type of thing. But oftentimes you kind of get afraid to not try anything new or jump into other pools because 
well, it's working. Why would I try something else? And what's funny is if you don't go and do that, then that's when you end up getting like competition comes along and they beat you out. And creative creativeness is what drives innovation and all those things. And I've definitely had my hand in that. And it's it's fun experience. But I, I guess what I'm getting at is how would you... Uh, because it's not easy, I would say, to create things because it really takes time like with yourself. Like You have to think hard and take other people's ideas and kind of mesh them together. And it's this complex thing. How do you kind of deal with like, because I find sometimes I get like down on stuff like, oh man, why, why am I not getting the result I want right now? Like the product, I guess. Why am I not seeing some of these results? What What's kind of your advice for that? Number one, you need to be aware that um, our financial system, our financial principles, uh, our, our, every system, you know, religion, state, government, uh, mm -hmm. but a club, Democrats, Republican, whatever, uh, business, you know, uh, think uh, all based on even nonprofits on financial principles. We have, mm -hmm. we have, we have, and think every. Businessmen has to be aware of that. We've exhausted our financial potential because finances are static. They go on every day have to grow. Every every season, every quarter has to grow. We can't even say any more loss. We say negative growth. When you pay me ten bucks, just that that, that thing. Sorry, that I interrupted. So so ten ten bucks if you pay me. Four people make money. That shows you how how worn out this. There's no cash available anymore. So everybody makes money, uh, and systems like to make money where the other person, you know, does the gives the illusion that the person gets a great deal. You know, so mm -hmm. so it's as long as I can uh, get you and 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 uh, lure you. To that you get a great deal, or you know I'm fulfilling you. The system says the, the very famous words that I keep saying every time. It should be this is the biggest. It's all based on the big marketing lie. You know, life should be sunny every day. Yeah. And if it's not, we sell you a Ferrari, a pill, a face job. And then if you buy the Ferrari and the pill and the face job, and you're still not happy, what does the the system say? There's fundamentally something wrong with you. And there is no nothing wrong with you because when you exist in nature, the the the, the ant or the elephant, mm -hmm. you are worthy. You have different functions, and you're worthy. We are part of nature. We cannot be not worthy. But navigating humanity through systems is it, like experience being a human through systems. We believe we are not worthy. We have no system value. You know, uh, you and I don't have the system value that Elon Musk has, but we are worthy as much as Elon Musk. Do you see that? Hmm. Do you see how we screw yes. ourselves up? And I learned that from creating art. I didn't learn that in a school or a university or in a book. Mm -hmm. So it's it's almost like taking the approach of like not comparing yourself to other people and realizing, hey, they're just another human being. Exactly. And I can I am capable of doing the same things as they are. In your if way, I choose to go down that road. In your way, in your way, because if somebody is has the frequency that you always is successful, 
or is always lucky, then it will be always lucky. But if you have a, a, a thing of you're always losing, then you you lose always. You know, it's just it's just a. But you have to show that to humanity. See, see, your it's not what we understand in systems. It's un, like I always say that this this other sample that I say. A beggar on Fifth Avenue in New York has more impact than you and I. Why? Because he, uh, people go on the other side of the street. They make an around, uh, thing around him. Uh, they talk to him. They give him money. So there's all these variation. You know they're true. There's all this variation mm -hmm. of, of thing. And some people look away. They don't want to think about it. But in recognizing, they think about it. If they're not conscious about it, but they think about it. So he's in f a beggar... And the sad thing of the whole thing is, it shows system thinking. He's not aware that it influences this, that value for him, that he sits there. He needs to sit there because according to systems, he's worthless, he's a nuisance, and he basically is, would be better, the world would be better, the system world would be better if people like him doesn't exist, don't exist. And that is the... That is the sad thing, and that's when we when we experience our humanity through systems, yeah, which we all are grown up. We are born in a hospital. Mm -hmm. We are getting a religion. We, it's all systems. We are so conditioned exactly. that we take it very seriously. We're taking systems very seriously, and what happens then is you ask me the question. I want to come back to that. So, so why? It, it, with this awareness that we just described, then now look at your products and everything. And is it really, the truth is not in the system. The truth is, what am I contributing to humanity and who am I? I always say, know thyself is very honorable, but also know how humans function. Not in systems, how humans function as, you know, we are part of nature. You just need to look at, and animals, animals have always fun. They, they you know, if they, they, they hunt and kill when they're hungry, but every dog is always happy. Why can that be? We are part of that. We can be happy and you know what we do when, when guys meet each other or girls, what do they do in the first five minutes? They, they're joking, joking around. Exactly. So the serious of business is that you focus on things you don't want to do to get to get the job done. And everybody in this world has to do the, get their job done, even rich people, because because of the lack of cash and the lack of money, available money and, and, and opportunities to actually make uh, a living. We have it's become we work to survive. And that is exactly. And that's the, the sad thing. We don't work to live. Our grandparents and parents, they worked hard to live. To get on vacation, have two cars, you know, if you if you get sick, you don't work a month or whatever. But they work to live. Now we work to survive because the 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 flaw, the 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 principle. I love exchanging that you give me something and I can give you money because I I don't have anything mm -hmm. to exchange. But other than that, the financial system is very flawed, and and you see that now in all the symptoms. It is very flawed system. It's not. What actually is the value is, is time, because everybody has the same time by existing. You have the same time that you or, or me, other than you're sick, but you have the same time. The real value should be exchange of time and not exchange of money.
I think I think you hit it right on the mark too. I think, right? Because everyone's spending their time in unique, different ways, right? Yeah. And and I mean, I always use this right from a financial standpoint. We always look at the lazy slob on the couch, like, oh, he's worthless. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Ask him a question about any TV show, any video game, and I guarantee he can answer you because he's spending that time doing something, right? Now, as a society, we view it as, oh, this is productive and this isn't type of thing, and then you get rewarded for that. But that's, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts there is I think everyone's time isn't worthless, right? And again, it's that exchange of value. No, no. You said every every uh, thing is value. Every uh, human is value in his way of form. So this is like you're conditioned by systems and whatever till seven, eight. What is to be human? And that is the first thing because you your system defined, and then you go to school, you get more system refined. That's why we have mm-hmm. we have ninety seven percent or ninety eight percent of. Uh, geniuses before they start school, they are good at one thing. For example, looking at TV shows, you know, and they have insights. When you actually have a conversation with that person, he's probably insight into TV shows that could be super valuable, right? But we haven't exactly. discussed it. So the reason is what the system requires. So the system requires you're lazy or you're not, uh, you know, even if you're productive, I work my whole life. I don't have vacations mm-hmm. or anything because I love what I'm doing, but I'm not system relevant. I couldn't pass school. You know, according to system, I'm a nuisance. I'm a, I'm a loss. And so that means basically according to systems, I shouldn't exist because I couldn't even get to grade school, you know? So I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying, you know, look at it from the system side and the human side. In the human side, we know Every person, like in nature, I mean, it doesn't make mistakes, mm-hmm. right? Nature doesn't make mistakes. We are, we're, we're in systems even clear about that. But we, we are part of nature. And therefore, every existing, every living being is, is, has worth. We haven't figured out their worth yet. Or they themselves haven't figured out their worth yet. But in the system thing, it doesn't have anything, you know? So you keep mentioning this systems thing like systems right that are in place and i kind of want to ask you how do we kind of shift those like one i guess there's a first question are those systems required and two what would you do if they are required to like fix them kind of put in better ways i uh, i would say so systems is basically a tribe uh, it's a bigger tribe a tribe that okay so a tribe that so Okay, a system is a man and a woman together, a family, Mm -hmm. because they feel by them being together, they have a higher chance of surviving. They're safe and secure if the husband watches or, you know, out for them or the woman takes care of the baby, they're more secure. And the tribe is this when, you know, it goes to the next level. That's why we live in in, in, in cages in our apartments, right? And then we go in a restaurant Mm -hmm. where that's the fireplace. That's where... You know, usually we, we meet all the, the tribe meets by the fire. And in the tribe, when they say systems are the best with 150 people, uh, a part of 150 because it's the most efficient in the human. They said when you have 150 people, you have one lawyer, one medical doctor, 
you know, you have if all these things, one of everything, one of everything, and 150 is repeatedly comes up as the, being the perfect part for for a, a sustainable uh, and very efficient community, and that would be a system because a tribe is not even you know tri one tribe is probably how how much is a tribe? It's like 20, 30, 40, 80 people, you know, so. Mm -hmm. The system that if you had a system, it should be 100 feet. So the problem happens when the system expands. Because the system first is here to give you security, safety, and allows the, and this is a key point, allows to have expansion of our human potential. Because you know with 150 even, you know, there will be problems that you have to solve with the, with your, we don't have any. Mm -hmm. So... It, it's ex expanding our human potential. And what happened in systems is they become so big and because they are on financial principles, they have to be motivated. They are motivated primarily of financial principles, not because, hey, this gives us security and safety and it shifts from security to safety. That's why we created a family, a tribe, a system. Mm -hmm to where we are now, where we are afraid of systems. So a system, for example, Russia and Ukraine kills 80,000 people. The system we created, we cannot submit to a creation of us. It's like God coming down and says, okay, I'll let that uh, humans do to me whatever they want. I'm not a religious person, you know, it's just, it's just wacky. So what, what I think is how to do, you ask me, what, what would I do with the system? First of all, you gotta be conscious of this that, for example, when we create new taxes or computer viruses, there's mm -hmm. antivirus program. Then you better viruses, better antivirus program. What is the sad thing of this? Not that they make millions of dollars. The sad thing is that both humans waste their, their energy time, you know, quote unquote time, mm -hmm. not on human potential, but on uh, the maintenance and system maintenance because uh, like taxes the one you know a new politician comes makes new taxes and on the other side and and uh, you know families with three four kids they create yep. the best creativity the best tax new tax system and then the same of four kids whatever uh you know put all their creativity to navigate the, the taxes and that is all okay but the time they spend the time they spend on navigation and maintenance. And, and this is lifetime. This is, this is not like you and I talking right now and exploring each other and exploring thoughts. This is just like everybody needs to navigate the system and everybody needs to create new systems. So we're all wasting time, lifetime. That's why I said lifetime is really the, the value. We waste that on, uh, on system navigation or maintenance. I think I think you're right on. I think, especially in regards to maintenance, I I like to use analogies. If you haven't noticed yet, so especially on the energy end of things, forgive me, I'm not like an expert by all means in the law of energy or anything, but I know one thing, right? The energy you put in, right? There's things that are dispersed all over the place, right? The thing is, is as humans, we have a lot of energy in us, but then it right it decreases as time goes on. And I, oftentimes you find, right, to your point, that we spend a lot of that time just doing maintenance things, right? I remember seeing something where 
we spend like a third of our life sleeping right we need it we need sleep it's something we need and that's time out the window and then like if they break down your time and it's like we really only have so much time and we spend it doing some things that are like do we really need to do this we could be doing so much more type of thing and that that to me is yeah i think that how you spend your energy how you spend your time is very important so i'll ask this how how do you think we should spend our time just every day because i mean we obviously need the essentials right like eating yeah socializing sleeping those type of things but how should we spend our time if we're wasting it on maintenance and we're not conscious. We only spend it on weight. And I mean, how many forms have you filled out that you have to read eight times? And I dyslexic. <laughs> For me, it takes three times as much as you to fill out forms. And how many times? And then you can't use the form. You did the false form. And and then the, it, like like the the process of going through something to save you know uh, money for the, the employees or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. have you tried to get help? today and we now everybody's on ai and wants to sell you that like the ferrari the pill and the face job mm-hmm. but have you tried ai how limited it is how out of context it sees everything uh it, it humans are so valuable and i think one of the powers why we don't see it is because we we don't see that we waste all that time that's why i say the, once you cannot mm-hmm. unhear this podcast episode you know so Everybody that wants to be more aware, just listen to this episode a couple of times, because once you're aware, you can't go, you can't forget that because you're living it every day. You're wasting your time in, in, in traffic jams and, and all this stuff. And you try to listen to a books on tape or whatever, but it's like you didn't, wouldn't even listen to the books on tape, but you listen to a book that to make give some value to that experience, you know, that repetitive experience and repetition is programmed by systems. They like the successful repetition of patterns and they, they sell mm-hmm. that, but it also makes life boring and stagnating. And it, 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 you know, the, 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 every living being has, um, has a challenge. Every living being like the ant, the elephant, you, me, tell me, a, tell me, and I'm asked that question always. I said, tell me a time in your life, if you had money, no money, whatever, when you were not challenged, you were living and by be, li, being a living being, you are challenged. Even if you sit alone in a hut somewhere. That's true. I think that's funny. I think oftentimes, right? So like to your point, the sitting in a hut, I actually find that sometimes some of my greater thoughts or better thoughts, I guess to say, are when I take that time to be alone and like take the time to think, be like, hey, like, what do I really think about this? Or what am I really using my time effectively here? And when I spend my time doing that, then it almost gives me better ideas of how I could use it more productively, or I could use it uh, to live a life that's more fulfilling and things along those lines. And I think, yeah, especially spending that time with yourself and really thinking, I think that's important and i think everyone should do that because oftentimes we get so caught up in right life so to speak and that repetition like oh gotta get it to work gotta drive Mm -hmm. gotta and i found myself like when i do some things that are repetitive you almost get 
bored. You are bored. That's why accidents happen. People are just not conscious. They're driving a car and driving a motorcycle and are conscious. This is why accidents happen. This is why you can't. That's why AI is better to do repetitive tasks than human. A computer is better to do a repetitive uh, task than a human. If it's a repetitive task, but not because since every human is different, there is very few repetitive tasks. You know, there, there are repetitive mm-hmm. tasks. And obviously we're getting better in doing this like a computer, right? I mean, you remember the first computers and whatever. Mm-hmm. We're getting better in it. And we should, we should explore that because systems like AI and computers should help us expand our human potential. But if we are hooked in to maintain them, to download new apps all the time, to update this, that's a system again. And, and we are unconscious that we actually, it helps us a lot, but at the same time, we get the maintenance and the navigation uh, how to find something. I mean, Google is the greatest, th- the greatest thing when you ask who was Abraham Lincoln. But is Google mm-hmm. really a, 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 an issue when you say, how do I find my ability? You don't. You don't. There's, there's, <laughs> you know, there's five steps and, they, and, and humans don't work by steps. Humans are fluid. They just uh, experience and they, they know from there and everybody's experience is different. And they, they, uh, computers can't do this. You know, they're simple as tasks. Who was uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln? But then there is other, other human tasks. For example, all these things, LinkedIn, Twitter, all these things, they don't have anything about human potential. That keyword doesn't even exist there. I mean, freaking LinkedIn is, is all about human potential. Mm-hmm. It, it's all also system thing, but even... LinkedIn is the system adaptability. It's 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 if you are to figure out are you system adaptable, can you fit in a niche, but in systems, mm-hmm. not in a niche in humans. And I think if we can change just that in systems, that it is humans first, nature first, would would make systems so much more enjoyable and would have more fun doing the, the systems. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's what we need to be aware of. I think the hardest thing, the re- so I mean, this is a question I think that would come up with kind of that yeah. line of thought is how do you measure human potential, right? Like, because as human beings, I think we like to measure things, right? Like we yeah. measure like, oh, I have this much food will last this long, right? Like it's pretty in our brains, like we like to measure things. So I guess that's awareness. what I want to ask. How how do you, awareness? Okay, of course, because I was, when I was, you know, I told you I was sick and stuff. I tried to survive mm-hmm. every day. I'm now explaining to you how my childhood was out of a contextual perception. But I then, you know, when I was DJ then or when I did fashion shows, when I did all this stuff, I lived day by day. When I sold my, my mixtape tapes, I wasn't thinking. Mm-hmm. I was completely unaware. I just loved doing the music tapes. And people liked it too, so I could sell them. I could have a little bit more pocket money. It's the unawareness. That's why I'm saying it's not about knowledge because knowledge is a system defined. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do I update my computer? That is knowledge, right? And you mm-hmm. know that knowledge and I know this knowledge, but I know it better or you know it better and you know it differently. But how do we update it? How do, that's why all these, because everybody's different, 
you can do it a different kind of way, right? I mean, a computer mm -hmm. allows you to look at, can I go, go this way or that way? But it all is about awareness and not anything else. Because awareness is for every, it, once you're aware, like what we do here, we're actually showing what awareness and how it gets together through a discourse, which is, I say, the second big uh, superpower, discourse, human discourse. When humans talk to humans uh, uh, in a healthy discourse, not to be right, not to be system-defined, the discourse, mm -hmm. but human-defined and nature-defined. Uh, and the third one is our adaptability, because not, no system would work without our adaptability. Nobody would survive a concentration camp or racism or whatever, slavery, if we weren't adaptable. And, you know, the abuse in workplaces and, and whatever. So we are extremely adaptable and we have to be aware of these three, uh, three uh, uh, superpowers that we have. Now, coming to a thing, it's, it's the awareness of, that's why I say, know thyself, know thyself and know how humans function outside of systems, not in systems. In systems we know, we have everything you think, oh, she's a woman, she's a human. She's not a woman, she's mm -hmm. a human. She's defined as a human and was segregated and, and put down because the system said warriors are more important. The king was saying, oh my God, I have you know, all these people I'm taking care of. I, have, I need war, I need to conquer things. You know, That's system expansion, that's not human potential expansion. <clears throat> it's the system expansion, it's the physical. So let's just take up the next town over there. Let's take that over and, 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 and kill them. Mm -hmm. And a woman need to, f and then the system says, if I do this, I have to cook, I have to bear children to get more soldiers. And that's how the system defined, not human, I mean, do you think anybody thinks in, in, in an animal kingdom, is this a woman or no, unless they procreate? No, they are, they are a lion and there's a lion, okay, fine. Zebra, zebra, elephant, elephant. Do they, are they aware they're a woman? Yes, but it's not a problem unless you want to mate, you know? So it, it comes to this this thing. And then we, we conquered more towns and all of a sudden we had people that look different than us. What the hell are we doing? Now we define them, but since we conquered that, they have to be lower in the value, you know, because we mm -hmm. are the, the victor. And so then we say sex right now, this, this sexual debate of uh it's just a definition because we and we can't do sexual because everybody's fluid sexually, and it, and if, and and it's, that's why the definition, the system definition of sexuality is hitting the wall. It cannot, it it it, it cannot think because everybody's fluid. There's men out there much more feminine than women, and there's a woman out there as much more masculine than 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 men. I yeah I that's. Very interesting. I think your idea on fluidity, I think, I think a lot of people are that way. But I think some people maybe they kind of, I guess I'm going to ask this question, I'll use it as the yeah. intelligent question of the day. But some people, I don't know, maybe I'm just not aware of this yet. But they like structure and order type of thing, right? Like they like to have an order of things feel like they're in control of. It's a human grace. Like their universe. It's a human grace. Order is a human grace. We 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 have that. 
that's a grace in us to make order. That is a human grace. Like, like the, the monkey does something else, the elephant does something else. We, our grace is to do order. That's what we, that's, we have that in us. That's inherent in us. Gotcha. So it's, it's just a part of us. We like to have like law, order, just kind of that structure to our lives. So I guess I'm going to, what I'm trying to get at is if we are naturally fluid, but yet we want order and structure, don't you think that kind of no, no clashes more. Because together? we have a yin and yang. We are fluid in being, but we are also, okay, now DNA, what does DNA say? DNA says uh, we are herd animals, right? So that's why everybody mm -hmm. went on social media. That's why the kids are not addicted to the iPhone. They are addicted to their DNA drive that says, I need to connect. I need to be a part of, you know, I need to be. Mm -hmm. That's why everybody's on the cell phone. And if they are not and they're segregated and killing, now you have all these suicides, you know. So we have a drive to want to be part of, but also uh, through ordering, through being in order, you find out your specialty too. So because you mm. order, let's say, buttons, and they are, and they said, "Oh my God, Josh is the best button organizer." I ne was never easy for me, human potential, to find a button. He made a system with his order. You put little drawers and all that stuff, where I needed to first go through a. A, a, a jar of, of buttons to find the right button. And I can now in five minutes find the correct button for my blouse or whatever. And that's human potential. And you found that through, well, another does buttons organizing and there's no organization, but he or she cooks something that is transformative or makes mm -hmm. an herb that I'm, I'm going always back to the tribe because I want to remind the listeners that this is very different than a system saying, okay, you can study organizing buttons. You can study this. You get a degree in organizing buttons. Mm -hmm. That's a different story. In one, in your case, in, in our case, our example, you found the puzzle piece that you are in the hole because that's your DNA drive to find the puzzle piece of the hole. Where are you fitting? And then the puzzle itself, society, you know, our, our world, yes. recognize that you are the best sorter. And it takes that innovation, gives you money for it. And you will be remembered, like Henry Ford was, is mm -hmm. that you fit with your puzzle piece into that, into the humanity. And, 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 and it will remember because it was correct, because Henry Ford could be a loser and not do anything good, you know, and and on trying Disney. Now look at Disney. And I'm going in system on purpose, so you see, the guy went eight times or nine times bankrupt till he found, but through systems, you know, the system had no need for him. Perhaps the first eight innovations that he had were better than the Disneyland, but in the system, he didn't fit in. And once we compartmentalize this system, versus human. Just that awareness makes life 70 times, 70% lighter. Because you're not feeling the shame of a system that works 24 hours, uh, you know, seven days a week. You know, it, it does not sleep, it doesn't need sleep. Like you said, we need sleep 
we need mm -hmm. to balance because our power for human potential is in being balanced. And to, to balance, the humans need to be together, congregate, even talk to each other, you know, communicate, be with each other, and and then then we are balanced, and then we can in in balance we can do anything. We are limitless. We are we are. There is no problem that we can't solve. I think you you're right on. I think especially having being well balanced is very important in what you do in your life. Like, and I, I like the example you used with Henry Ford, where he was very good at what he did, and that's how he was remembered, and he invented. Yeah, cars which were able to transport us across the globe, right? And same same with the airplane, right? Yeah, they tapped in. Like I don't know if you know the story of the airplane, but the Wright brothers aren't the ones that profited yeah. off of yeah. the invention of the airplane. It was Boeing yeah. because he recognized, hey, we could build these so then it can hold people, yeah, lots of people, and transport them across the globe. But the thing is, what I'm getting at is the Wright brothers were there to actually make humans fly right that's what they were good at they knew how to do it human potential they, they helped exactly the human potential and then boeing was there his potential was to create it so then we could transport large amounts of people across the globe and that's his yeah. human potential so that's hopefully that makes sense and i apologize i i've enjoyed uh learning from you this has been very deep discussion and something i think a lot of people can benefit from. So I kind of want to get like kind of your last thoughts. What what do you want the audience to take away from you? And then also at the end, if you could share, I know you mentioned you have a book, a couple books, yeah. you've published music, things like that. If you could share where the best way people could reach out to yeah. you and do that, that'd be great. You want me to say a final thought? I said, uh, see the true Norse that in me is human and nature. So if I have a problem in a system, I look, what does nature do? How does nature resolve this? Plants, mm -hmm. animals, whatever, because we are part of nature. So it basically is an encyclopedia for how to remind us of how we function, right? So mm -hmm. always look at nature and other humans. If you want to experience human potential power, just hang out with other humans of same man thought. So this is a perfect example because you and I, we come from different sides, but, mm -hmm. but, but we have experience through experience. We have through showing a living this podcast episode shown what, what I mean of awareness and what the power is of conversation. That's why I think uh, people are so sick of system news and system information. That's why podcasts are exploding, not because because nobody makes money with podcasts. I mean, there's no Joe Rogan, but, but you know, or, or Howard Stern. But there's an intrinsic value in this that, you know, just to experience that superpower that we have. And I think that's why there's so many people don't give up on podcasts. They, they keep doing and, and the listener can literally listens and can gauge because he has that in humanity, because you would know if I freak out right now, right? Or I would know how to deal with you and I've, we've never met, you know? So we have an intrinsic thing and the listener can feel that. And that's why all the news shows and all this stuff goes down because it's not enough. It's system and every system is limited. It's not enough. It's not enough. 
and 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 so take nature and then and be aware of system that's my that's my final um to wrap this episode on and look at this episode a couple of times then you just be there's nothing to learn there's no steps it's about awareness and um all you find me uh to do um, you know i've written five books i've whatever and again that's not business you know that's not a business uh, books i made 56 mm -hmm. bucks last last year on five books you know so we need to stop system lying, you know. Yeah, once you have a book, you have all that stuff, and then the system says, give the book for free. Uh, and that could be another conversation that we have. The value system doesn't work anymore. We, we don't have the time. Now we pivoted that we literally have no time to consume what we all create, the services and goods. We literally have no time. So you wonder why some of the, the podcasts have zero views or whatever is because people have not the time to find him. And and you are, you. You, you are light to from systems to say, oh, you had so much engagement. And when I look at, at stuff, I had 15,000 listeners to, a, to, to an interview. <laughs> and I said, and nobody, if I had listeners, I know people would, would contact me. And mm -hmm. nobody contact me or make a, you know, you made so many comments about our talk in the episode. So if I had 15,000 viewers, or clicks or whatever, where are the comments? Where is the reaction? Where is the interaction with another person? We love mm -hmm. to interact. Yeah, we, we are pissed at everything, we right? Do. We are right or wrong, but but interaction can be different. So what I, and you find me on michaelm.com. I have to force that short because otherwise Josh and I are talking for eight hours. So, <laughs> Mike, because it can be that, it's that exciting. Yeah. Yes. It's michaelm.com. Michael with two L's. Michael with two L's and M, michaelm.com. Awesome. Well, thank you, Michael, for coming on thank today. You, I've enjoyed having you. So everyone, as you can tell, that is Michael. He's a very intelligent person, had great things to say. I challenge you guys, if you heard anything that you liked or heard today, to reach out to him. I'm sure he would love to talk with you guys. Stay tuned till next week. We have a great guest lined up for you guys. See you guys next week, and let's get after it. Hey everyone, if you liked this episode and would like to hear more, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. We release a new episode every Wednesday for you guys to listen to. Thank you guys so much for the support that you give. We could not have done this without you guys. If you would like to be a potential guest on the show, check out intelligentconvos.com and fill out the form there. Thank you guys again, and let's get after it.